When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Do you want to talk to us about Aquaman? Sure. I mean, can I actually talk about Aquaman? Or are you going to be like, hey, you saw this movie, and then 30 seconds later, you're like, all right, let's move on to something else. I can't make any promises. <sighs> okay. <laughs> uh, Carolina, have you seen the first Aquaman film at all? Yes, uh, yes I've oh, seen okay. the first only. Okay. Only all right. So we're, just so we're all on the same page. Okay, perfect. Okay. Um, so uh, Aquaman 2 or Aquaman the Lost Kingdom that comes out tomorrow so I went to one of those early screenings uh, right before do the you podcast. guys think that Trump will awesome. be able to be on the ballot in Colorado shut up you heeb and, uh... <laughs> shut up you smile <laughs> say what you will but Ishmael's getting banged after a terrorist attack come on dude who says he makes it though oh no <laughs> it's a paragliding incident Oh no! Don't tell me that Sarah's gonna bang that mechanic with the broken hands, or maybe the paraglider. Who knows? You oh, never Sarah, know. No. You never Sarah, know. No. A terrorist love tale. There you go. I don't want any part of this. Yes, I do. I want to be a small character. The recurrent, um, the recurrent character. So yeah, I went to I went to go see it today because this is going to be one of two, maybe three videos that I put out be- between now and the end of the year. Um, what are so, the other ones? Uh, I'm gonna do Rebel Moon because Rebel Moon's out today as well. Uh-huh. And uh, I really can't stop thinking about Scavenger's Reign, so I'm just gonna put together. I I want to do a video on Scavenger's Reign because I'm I'm in love with that show. Um. So yeah, Aquaman two basically picks up where Aquaman one left off, but um. Yeah, I didn't totally hate it. I actually think it's probably it's on par with Guardians of the Galaxy three for me. Yeah, um, which I thought was just a mid film. There's a lot of problems though in Aquaman two. You gotta stop saying mid. You've got to stop. Okay, average. (laughs) I was thinking this while I was watching you guys stream last night because y'all were saying mid and cringe, and nothing is more cringe and mid than people in their mid thirties saying the word mid and cringe. Okay, fine. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 was a very average film for me. It had problems. I didn't totally hate it, but I also didn't totally enjoy it. And that's how I felt watching Aquaman 2 as well. And I think I can be a bit more forgiving to this one, or at least maybe I didn't hate it as much as everyone else did, just because I can see that there's potential. It's just the writer and the director had no vision um, as to how to put it together. So like, you know, mm-hmm. in the first Aquaman film, how it's just like there are all these like little storylines that they were trying to shove in there, like the romance, the family building, the whole coming into the powers thing. Um, then there's a whole like land, like humans want to invade the sea and vice versa kind of deal. Then there was Manta being the quote unquote villain. Mm-hmm. So, like one of my yeah. problems with that film was there's just too much going on and it needed to be um, condensed, maybe some stuff taken out. This film does the same thing. I would say the pacing is a bit better, but it's just like everything that happens is almost just like a plot convenience in order for something else to happen. Like they just like the writers were just like, oh, I really want this scene to happen, but how do we get it? Oh, 
conveniently this guy finds this and it tells him this so now this can happen kind of deal um there's a lot of just like like plots that are introduced that are never like finished or revisited again and some of them like have a lot of like heavy consequences to them as well which actually would influence some of the main um storylines happening um it wasn't a cgi fest completely which i enjoyed like the first one it was just it was just all vfx and cgi so it's mm-hmm. just a colorful was, yeah. vomit on the screen right mm-hmm. but in yeah. this one um they still have quite a bit of that but they take more advantage of like real sets so it it actually does a pretty good job of trying to set some sort of consistent tone throughout was the film amber heard in it she was in it and i saw that one of the complaints about her still being in it is that her scenes didn't make any sense and to that i say you're a fucking retard if you think those scenes don't make any sense um just because like whatever was left in was purely just so it could be like oh aquaman has a family so we need to show that he has a family that's all her scenes were like huh. they influenced the plot in no way basically was she in the first one quite a bit not really no oh no no she didn't have a lot like she had more screen time in that one but like it's oh okay you know it still wasn't a Mm -hmm. whole lot that she was in there and then she was introduced in justice league remember okay yeah yeah so i I just it's got a (laughs) it's got a lot of issues like there's characters that it doesn't know what it's doing like what what's going on with them like manta is supposed to be the villain but no it turns out this lost kingdom like king that looks like a zombie version of Sauron is actually the villain. And they don't introduce that, that secondary villain until like the last 30, 40 minutes of the film. So did she poop in anybody's bed? No, but she does get, pooped Thank God. she does. Oh my God. <laughs> no, not actually poop. She gets, she just like <clears throat> fucked around kind of. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. They're no, that no. self-aware and breaking the fourth wall. But I mean, like, like there, there is a scene where they like briefly show her giving birth, so she might have pooped during oh. that. Oh, definitely, Probably. that's a thing that happens. Yeah. Fact. Yeah, it does. Um, and then the the family elements just weren't like they keep pushing like, oh, he's trying to get back in good graces with his brother. He's got a wife and a baby now, and his mother is is back with him and all this stuff. So like, the family is supposed to be a really big element, but. It's just very superficial how they choose to work it in. So, like, for instance, with Arthur Jr., with his kid, it's like the first, like, 10 minutes of the film really build up that, oh, he's a doting father. He's he's connecting with his son and all that stuff. <clears throat> and then all of that is abandoned until the last, like, 20 minutes of the film when <laughs> Arthur Jr. gets fucking kidnapped. It's just we basically forget that he has a kid for about an hour and 30 minutes. <laughs> I think he forgets he has a kid too. Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> so like I, I'm just like, and even like he kind of forgets he has a wife too in some parts. I'm hey, like, it happens <laughs> to me every day. <laughs> I just I there's a lot of plot and character issues with this film, but I think like even then, like I still had an okay time in the theater. Um was the oh, theater crowded? No, including myself, there were six people. Oof. Oh, yeah. Uh, four o'clock though on a Thursday, so. But it's opening day, yes. Tomorrow's opening day. Okay, so it's like an early preview. Or I, I went for an early, early screening. Um, I'm trying to. Oh yeah, there was a. <sighs> There's quite a bit of messaging in there. Um, mm. so what type of messaging? 
Oh, we're yawning now, AF. Okay. No. Um. So you, okay. So Zack Snyder is the reason that Jason Momoa is Aquaman because Aquaman in the comic books is like this pale blonde dude, right? He's a white guy. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So when they were looking for Aquaman for the the Justice League and stuff, he was like, "Oh, Aquaman is an underdog, and we need more representation, like mixed race heroes. So we're gonna race swap Aquaman, and that's how Jason Momoa got it." Um, and then in the first film, they try to work in that, oh, he is like of Polynesian descent. That's why his dad is whoever he is, because, oh, Polynesian people have a strong connection to the sea. So this makes sense. Um, and that's like the one time you <laughs> yeah. hear about it in the first film. And then in the second film, they just really shoehorn it in more. So like in the first uh, 20 minutes, there's a scene where he's like sharing a beer with his dad. And it's just like they start just like they decide to cheer in Polynesian. And then when he kills the, 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 the big villain at the very end of the film, he shouts in Polynesian. And it's just really random because there's no other indication that he even honors his heritage outside of those two instances, which is kind of weird. Um, yeah. And then basically every bad thing that happens to make the plot happen is because of climate change. Huh. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's in the sea, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like for instance, um, so Manta is looking for this lost kingdom, which was like it was like permanently imprisoned in ice uh, in Antarctica. We learn it was permanently imprisoned in ice, so that no one would ever find it, and like that evil power could not like come to the surface again and take over the earth. And then it's like, oh, because humans are uh, because of global warming, thanks to the humans, um, all the ice is melting. So now it's like it's, there's more of a chance of this evil getting unlocked. And then there was apparently a plague in the oceans that killed people. And it was because of o- ocean acidification and humans polluting. And then it's just <laughs> like they're just like, oh, we wouldn't have found this like this dark kingdom if it weren't for global warming. Like, thank God for global warming. It's just like uh, that's that's not exactly a good thing. Man. Like, it's it's really dangerous that the ice is the ice caps are melting. Um <laughs> And there's this ancient fuel that the villain starts using for shit. And it's like, oh, the, the we stopped using it eight, many years ago because of all the greenhouse gas emissions. I'm like, but greenhouse gas emissions weren't even a thing till like the 80s. And you're, it's, <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah. it's little things that you don't need to put in there unless you're trying to shoehorn some like climate change messaging in there. It's just, Interesting. And it's, oh, the Atlanteans can work with the humans to reverse the effects of climate change if we just expose ourselves to the humans, kind of. It's like, the humans weren't even looking for you for that reason, though, bro. Like, why are you... And you wanted to just kill them in the first movie. What? Why is climate change the, the thing that brings you guys together now? It, uh. it's, 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 it's like, you think it would just maybe one or two instances, but I found myself noticing it, like, every 20 minutes throughout the film. Hey, Carolina, <laughs> do you guys give a shit about climate change in Brazil? Uh, yes and no, because we have the Amazon. So the Amazon for us is, like, our treasure. Mm-hmm. And we don't want people messing up there. We don't like people messing up with the... The entire ecosystem there, so it's it, it's very important for us. But uh, apparently, there was a lot of fire there. There's a lot of uh, wood extraction, a lot of 
bad things happening there. So it's not exactly about climate change, but uh, about we are very we like to preserve our nature here. And in that sense, we are concerned about that. Ah. But we don't we don't stop doing things because, you know, we don't stop using a car. Yeah, of... you got to get that CRV around. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Vex. So, how many titties would you rate this thing? I don't like the titty scale. I told you about this already. And I told you, oh, I don't give a fuck. Scale. <laughs> how many titties would you give it scale. out of ten? Um. Well, I'm still writing my review for it because I, you know, so. Uh, but you know what? As it is right now, with the with the things I have taken note of. Yeah. I give this film five out of ten stars. Five out of ten stars. Actually, Let me no, do some conversion. Four and a half. Four and a half. Four and oh, a half. you just made it so four and a half out of ten. Yeah. Um. Again, it's just like I think there's a lot of there's so many plots that were abandoned that I wish that they explored or focused on more instead of other things. There's potential mm -hmm. there. I like that there was far less like just straight CGI for like an hour, like the first film. I like that they broke it up with real sets. Um. I do like like the Dark Kingdom stuff or the Dead Kingdom or whatever. Um, when those scenes came on, it kind of reminded me of like an ice version of like the Battle of Rohirrim in, in Lord of the Rings, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, but just at the beginning just, of this, you were like, I kind of liked it in a four yeah, and a half. And is I, what you I, give it? I think a four and a four and a half to a six, a four to six is where I kind of like it on my scales usually. Like it's here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I would rewatch it like if I just wanted something in the background, but objectively I know and see all of the problems it has. Mm. So okay. I, I need to be unbiased with with my rating. Okay, man. Yeah. You're also what? on a on a plus side, um Patrick Wilson was a fucking dreamboat in that movie. <laughs> Did not expect that. Patrick Wilson? The guy that plays his brother Orm. I haven't seen Aquaman. I don't know who. Oh, um, I'm you. I'm sure you've seen Patrick Wilson in another. He's been in those Insidious movies. No, uh, he was in Wait, are you guys, what? What'd you say? You Ooh. spoke at the same time. What? Oh, sorry. What did you say, Carolina? I said probably. <laughs> oh, that he uh, probably saw. What no else is he in? Uh, so he's in the Insidious films. Oh, he was in those Conjuring films. Nope, nope. Um, he was in. Hold on, I'm looking. I'm looking it up. Hold on. Googling, googling. Excuse me. Uh, oh, Little Children. I actually really like that movie. Nope. Oh, oh, you should definitely watch that. I think it's. A Is drama. it funny? No. Oh. No, it's very serious. So never mind. Uh, he was in Watchmen. The Watchmen. Oh. Movie. Who was uh, he? Night Owl. Okay, got it. I know yeah. that guy. Yeah, pretty boy face. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, uh, he was like he's fucking beefy and blonde and goddamn, he was. I didn't expect yeah. that at all. Should so, he have played that's, Aquaman? That's the oh. only reason I think <laughs> I would watch. <laughs> watch what Aquaman, you know. Um, <laughs> but, you know. What? You know, um, that's the only reason. That that's a comment that uh, Jason Momoa actually had when he was cast. He because he knew that yeah. Patrick Wilson was involved, and he was like, "Why isn't Patrick Wilson Aquaman? He li literally looks like Aquaman." And yeah. like, Zach, <laughs> Zach Snyder was like, no, "No, I'm a faggot, and we need to have more representation in superheroes." Is that is that what he said? Pretty much, yes. Like dash Zach Snyder, 2023. <laughs> 
2015. 2015. Yeah. It was, I am a faggot? Yes. He didn't shorten it up with I'm? He's a faggot, so he would just say, I am a faggot. <laughs> Very, that's like, true. robotic. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Carolina, that's true. <laughs> yeah, Sam, that's true. He would, as a faggot, he would say, I am a, you know. <laughs> he would say, I'm. He would say, I am a faggot. I didn't think we'd get you to say that word. That's funny. Um, okay, <laughs> so four, four and a half out of ten. So let's... Let's convert that to titties. All right, so four and a half. Okay, it's four <clears> titties <throat> and then one and then chick one that wanted to have a mastectomy, but then pussied out seventy-five <laughs> okay. percent of the way into the. Pussy. So then if we carry the nipple, you you can't have four titties and a half. <laughs> oh, you can. Oh, yes, you can. You can. Oh yeah, uh, it's rare, but it happens in nature sometimes. With modern day <laughs> surgery, you should know this. You're Brazilian. It happens more often than you'd want to want to believe actually yeah no, it, it happens yeah it does but yeah 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 uh-huh. okay so we've got you coming in at about a two out of five titties sounds about right okay it sounds about right okay yeah. i think my math checks out all right carolina we're going to talk about video games do you want to stick around or do you want to skewt um i know nothing about video games the only okay. video games i know is atari you know river raid that's the game that I play, <laughs> you know, I, I love that game, you know, but uh, other than that, I remember I played Scooby-Doo. <laughs> River well. Raid sounds like something in <laughs> Vex's manifesto. <laughs> From Atari. Maybe. Yeah, so I, I don't have much to add to it, you know, so. Okay. But, uh it was right. very nice talking to you guys. It was so fun, and I hope that you have a you creamy are, day. Hold on, hold on. Are we going to give her the quiz <laughs> before she goes? She's had the quiz. She ha- Oh. Right? The quiz. Okay. Have oh, we okay. given you the quiz about, like... The 8750 quiz? Yeah. Have you seen a the ghost? Thing. The first time I've been here, yes. Yeah, oh, okay. we've done this. So, yeah, yeah, we've done that, yeah. It was very nice talking to you, Vex. Very nice talking to you, too. Yeah. Right. It was a pleasure to finally interact with you outside yeah. of Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was an amazing pleasure. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you, you, Both of you give me amazing laughs. You have no idea. Oh. So I love oh. talking to you guys. And I wish you an amazing Christmas. An amazing 2024 for you and your families there. Okay. Oh, thank you. Merry Christmas to you and Happy New Year as well. In the best Brazilian accent I can muster. Here we go. Have a creamy (laughs) evening. (laughs) Thank you. A creamy (laughs) evening for you too. (laughs) Bye bye, guys. Bye. (laughs) Well, that was fun. What are we at? 99 minutes? Not really creamy there for a while. So creamy.